Hi guys, it's Eddie. I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that I am part of a competition called Face of Horror. I will have the link in the description below that you can go and vote for yours truly. Uh, it would be an honor to have my horror fans vote for me to be the next Face of Horror. Let's do this together all in the name of horror. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? the prime time, bitch! Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This house is clean. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. Usually, when a horror film comes out, usually I'll go and see it. But due to scheduling conflicts, I never got a chance to see one. And then all of a sudden, they released a prequel almost like months and months later. Focusing on one character. Now, while that may backfire... Because then you know what that character is now about in the film that you didn't watch. Still, it's a safe bet to start with the prequel and then work your way up, right? I mean, if we're going to go chronologically here. Uh, I'm talking about Pearl, that's right, which is the prequel to X. And uh, let's check it out. Caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one ticket this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Nothing. Peter! I want to be special. Dancing up on the screen like the pretty girls in the pictures. I want to be I will not let you leave this farm again. I'm worried there may be something real wrong with me. Rumor has it they only take one gal per town. We're looking for someone with X Factor. It has to be me. How about a film nobody else has seen? Is it legal? It will be eventually. I know what I've done. Bad things. Terrible, awful, murderous things. Help me! I want to be loved from as many people as possible. 
But truth is, I'm not really a good person. Spoiler alert. If you do not want to listen to spoilers, then I suggest you go to moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com. That is where you can read the spoiler-free article. All right, so continuing on. I got to say, A24 is a studio much like Bloomhouse that has been quite the powerhouse in horror as of late and just really interesting kind of artistic horror films I want to say uh, has been A24 so they're right up there neck and neck Bloomhouse and A24 uh, as being the modern day studios compared to what it was like in the 80s with New Line Cinema and, and Dimension and so on and so forth with those two battling to be the the top dogs in the horror world which I think both are are no longer around or they're owned by somebody, some huge studio conglomerate. Uh, But, again, we're talking about the movie Pearl, and it's the prequel to X. Apparently, uh, Pearl is one of the characters in X, and this is the younger version of her to explain what happened to her. So, to give you a little bit about this film... uh, Pearl is basically this this girl that lives in this farm in Texas, and all she wants, and by the way, she's played by the brilliant Mia Goth. I want to put that out there. Uh, For those of you that know Mia Goth, she's been in great films uh, like Suspiria. She's been in Cure for Wellness uh, and Nymphomaniac Volume 2, which was one of my favorites. Uh, So there you go. That's about Mia Goth. And uh, the film was directed by Ty West, who you may know from VHS, the ABCs of Death, uh, Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever, The House of the Devil, uh, The Innkeepers, so on and so forth. Uh, great director. One, uh, definitely one of my favorites out there in horror right now. So apparently in X, she's this old woman that owns this farm. That's all I really know. But in this one, all Pearl wants, right, and this is 1918. So all Pearl wants is basically to get away from this farm. She lives with her family. They're isolated. And the funny thing is, is I wonder if he did this purposely to choose 1918 because I believe the film was filmed during the pandemic. And he takes it back to a time when there was a pandemic called the Spanish Flu. So you see this is a scene they're wearing masks and everything. Oh, don't go into town unless you, you know, wear a mask. But uh, basically she lives on this farm and her, her parents are basically struggling. Her father's ailing. He caught basically whatever it is, got sick. Now he can't move or talk. And her and her mother are basically, you know, watching over the farm. But her mom is very devout, right? Religious, devout. Uh, she's German, obviously. They're German. And, uh, yeah, so Pearl dreams 
of being a, I don't know if it's an actress or a dancer in a movie. I know she just wants to dance and act in a, in a film, but that's what she wants. And basically, this whole film is just seeing her lust for this life that she sees in movies, right? And you see her basically break down throughout the film as, as more and more of it becomes less possible, right? And it all collides. And then we get this this explanation, right? There's this sequence where this character, Mitzi, who's uh, played by Emma Jenkins Perrow in her first role, first feature film role, basically says, listen, Perrow, what's wrong? You know, what's going on? And she's like, there's something about me you don't know, and, and I've never told anybody. And she's like, well, why don't you tell me and pretend I'm Howard, which is her brother, and it's Pearl's husband. So she goes on this, this, this uh, I, I don't want to say a rant, but she just goes, and it's like, you're wondering what Pearl is seeing, because obviously now it's like she's, transformed like she's looking at Mitzi but it, she thinks it's Howard right or or she's really just going for it and she just spills all this stuff right and you start to figure out because there's a scene when the mother is looking at Pearl she says listen people don't know that malevolent side of you like I do you think I don't see things Right when you're doing your stuff in private, but I see everything, and nobody will ever accept you because they're afraid of you. Right, and during this this confession, I won't even say rant confession, she explains what her mother was talking about right from the beginning. She just says. Started with small animals and moved up to animals that I just thought, you know, would never attack me and, and blah, 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 blah. And she just goes on and then she explains the people she's killed. And uh, one of the cool scenes, it's kind of, I'm not going to say cool, but uh, it's definitely interesting is a scene where she like is uh, dancing in front of the animals and a goose walks in or a geese, no goose. And she takes the pitchfork and she kills the goose and she brings it out and all of a sudden this alligator comes out of nowhere and, and takes it. It was pretty cool. Uh, one of the things I liked about this film, right, besides the acting, and I want to give credit. So I, I read this about the film. Uh, so Tandy Wright plays uh, Pearl's mother, Ruth. And she was basically, Tandy Wright was the intimacy coordinator on the film X. And I guess she did well or whatever. They offered her the role of Ruth. Now, one of the things is she had to learn how to speak German in order, you know, to play the part. And they said that she did so well. She learned it in such a short amount of time that she fooled 
a couple German guys that were on the crew. Like, they thought, holy shit, is this woman from Germany? Like, where in Germany is she from? That's how convincing she was in such a short amount of time. So she gets a lot of credit. She was amazing. I'm almost wanting to pick her as my MVP of the film. But obviously that goes to Mia Goth, who really just took the role and just ran with it. Uh, one of the cool kind of aspects is when she meets uh, David Cornsweat, who plays the projectionist. We never, I don't think we ever find out what his name is, to be honest. He's just a projectionist. He's a very Henry Cavill uh, kind of looking kind of guy. And, and I was trying to wonder the whole time watching the film, like, where have I seen this guy before? You know what I mean? And I looked at some of his roles, and I got to be honest, I honestly don't know. I mean, I've seen We Own This City, but I don't remember him being in that, to be quite honest. Oh, no, that's a TV miniseries. Never mind. I was thinking of the uh, Joaquin Phoenix film. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. Like, But he just looks like Henry Cavill. That's all I know. Uh, but he does a great job. He's kind of... Uh, the start of everything for her. He kind of puts this notion into her head. Like she was this innocent kind of, I mean, obviously not innocent, but she was an innocent, you know, naive, I should say, uh, farm girl who, you know, it's just kind of, you know, just going with the flow. And, and he kind of puts this thing into her head that she can do anything and she believes it. You know what I mean? And he kind of instigates where this is going to go. So, pretty cool. Uh, But one of the things I want to talk about, what I loved the most about this film is the stylization of it. And I'm not talking, obviously the costumes had to to work because it was 1918 and uh, whatnot. But actually the style of the film that it was filmed in was actually remarkable. It almost felt like you were watching. I mean, obviously, I mean, it looks amazing on the screen, but they stylized the the opening titles and everything, the music, to make you believe that this was a film that was released years ago. And that's honestly what I liked about it. I love the stylization of it. I thought it worked. Uh, one of the things you should stick around for if you get a chance to go see this or if you rent it is watch the closing credits. Apparently it's, it's basically Mia goth sitting there smiling, right? So originally they were going to have Mia goth smile and he was going to freeze frame it, you know, for the three minutes of the trailer. And he decided, Hey, why don't we experiment and just have you smile for three minutes straight, right, without stopping, without doing freeze frame, anything, and she did it, and it's awkward as hell, right, because it kind of looks comical at first, yeah, you're like, all right, cool, she's smiling, and then it just gets really weird by the end of the three minutes, just really weird and awkward and just uncomfortable, I loved it, see, you know what I mean, he did this in such a way, it was absolutely awesome, I absolutely loved this film. I was wondering at times really where the horror was going to be, but uh, it delivers, believe me. A few of the the scenes, there's this one chopping scene that it it just, man, that delivered. I'm not going to lie. 
That really delivered. So very, very good film. I had a lot of fun watching it. You should definitely check it out. Now I'm going to check out X, hopefully, uh, for this, for Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween for this year. Uh, So hopefully later on, uh, who knows, could be the next episode. It could be a couple episodes after this one. Uh, But we're definitely going to check it out. And then hopefully we'll have Maxine, which is the third film in the trilogy. Hopefully we'll have that for next year's uh, Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. So, yeah, definitely check this out. I'm giving the film an A- for a final grade. Uh, Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Go and check it out if you can. And then check out X right afterwards. All right, that is going to do it. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you.